So the message uh, that the Lord has given to me this morning is God's true and greater strength. Can we just go straight to the Word? We'll read from the book of 2 Corinthians. We'll read um, from chapter 12. We'll read verse 7 to 10. Thank you, Pal. Even though I have received such wonderful revelations from God, so to keep me from becoming proud, I was even a dawn in my flesh, a messenger from Satan, to torment me and keep me from becoming proud. Three times I begged the Lord to take it away. Each time he said, My grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. That's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses, in the insults, hardships, persecutions, and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I'm weak, then I am strong. The Apostle Paul played a significant part in not only establishing the early church, but also writing much of the New Testament. Once a killer of Christian, Paul's conversion story to become a follower of Christ is truly fascinating. Throughout his writing, we can clearly see his focus and passion for sharing with non-believers the good news of Jesus. His passion and obedience to God was fruitful. And many, I believe, came to know Jesus Christ because of the persistence work of Paul. But this came with much sacrifice on his part. Paul's ministry was far from easy. In this second letter from the church of Corinthians that we just read, we get a small understanding of the suffering Paul was required to endure. I believe this stone in the flesh that Paul mentioned has been used and misused by many people to justify submitting to any problem that comes along. I believe that Satan has twisted this passage of scripture to deceive many, many people into believing that God will not heal Paul, so how can they expect to be healed? Maybe let us look at this closely and find out exactly what Paul told in the flesh was. 
in the first verse, in verse 7, right after the tone in the flesh is mentioned, there is a phrase set off by a comma which says, a messenger from Satan to torment me and keep me from becoming proud. I believe this is an explanation of what the tone was. It was not a thing, but rather a demonic messenger. The word used as a messenger here can be always translated as an angel, which refers to as a created being. So Paul's tone was literally a demon sent from Satan to torment Paul and to keep him from becoming proud. Can you give me the next one, Pat? The book of Acts, chapter 14, from verse 19 to 20. Then some Jews arrived from Antioch and Iconium and won the crowds to their side. They stoned Paul and dragged him out of town, thinking he was dead. But as the believers gathered around him, he got up and went back into the town. The next day he left with Barnabas for them. In this book of Acts, as the scripture is telling us that Paul was stoned and he was left for dead, but God raised him up. We found that if you continue reading the scripture, it will tell you that he walked about 20 miles into the next town and started preaching the word of God again. The Lord did not stop the persecution, but God's strength was certainly made perfect in Paul's weakness. Can you imagine what those that stoned him must have thought? They could see Paul's humanity in bruises and cuts, but also they could see the supernatural power of God flowing through Paul. Because when we are weak, he is strong to us. You give me the next one, Carl. The book of Peter, chapter 5, verse 10 to 11. And the God of all grace, who called you to his internal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you stronger, firm and steadfast, to him be the power forever and ever. Amen. I believe in this verse, Peter is saying to us and is reminding us as believers that hard times don't last forever. There is one thing about our God. 
He knows how to compensate those who have suffered at the hands of adversary for the purpose of testing. When all the trials are over, I believe that God will make everything right. From this scripture, we learn a great deal about suffering, weakness, and the power of God. We learn from Paul's experience that God will allow our own strength to be sacrificed so that we may experience his true and greater strength. I believe we can only go so far in our own strength for the following reasons. Can you give me the next one, Carl? Firstly, our strength limits us to only what we can do. As Christians, we are incomplete and ineffective without God. Our hope must be always founded in God. The book of Proverbs says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and not in your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to Him. He will make your path straight. And secondly, our strength can serve as a temptation to boast in ourselves whereas our purpose is found in giving our God the glory. Jesus took the punishment being fully God and being fully man and made the perfect sinless sacrifice which enable us to be in a right relationship with our God. We have no grounds to boast when the ground at Calvary was soaked by the blood of our Jesus Christ. In God's response to Paul, we learn these significant lessons when dealing with difficulties in life. Give me the next one, Carl. God's grace is sufficient. When God does not take away our troubles and temptations, but He gives us enough grace, I believe that grace signifies the goodwill of God towards us. And that is enough to enlighten us and give us sufficient strength and comfort in affliction and in distress. And secondly, God's strength is made perfect in weaknesses. 
when we are weak in ourselves, then we are strong in our Lord Jesus Christ. When we feel that we are weak in ourselves, then we can go to Christ and receive strength from Him and enjoy the most supplies of divine strength and grace. If you feel tired this morning, if you feel weak this morning, if you feel this morning you want to give up, I believe Jesus Christ is saying, as he said in the book of Matthew chapter 11, come to me, all of you are weary and heavy burden, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon and learn from me. I am gentle and humble in heart. You will find rest in your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. We also experience God's grace through our thoughts. Even in our weak moments, Christ's power is always at work. God's grace gives us strength to endure our thoughts in difficult moments. Our goal is to lose ourselves and serve God. I believe sometimes as Christians there are some tough questions we need to ask ourselves. Sometimes we need to ask ourselves these questions. Am I more focused on my to-do list, on my vision board, on my goals, rather than becoming the man or woman God wants me to be? Regardless of our situations, we need to continue saving the Lord. Even when things are getting worse, instead of getting better, we must still believe in God. No matter where you are right now in life, you need to know this that God has put you on this earth and he's got a, a promise that he will fulfill on your life. In the book of Hebrews chapter 7 verse 24 to 25 it says, But because Jesus lives forever, his priesthood lasts forever, Therefore, he is able once and forever to save those who come to God through him. He lives forever to intercede with God on their behalf. I know this year has been a very tough year to the most of us. But I want to speak to you this morning 
to us as a church. I want to speak to someone this morning who says, Lord, I've been praying and praying. There are times that I feel that my prayers are not being heard from heaven. Must I continue praying? Must I still come to church? This word is reminding us that Jesus is interceding on your behalf. He knows your problems. As you pray, He is there. As you struggle, He is there with you. He knows what He's going through and is praying with you. Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you for this moment. We thank you for this word. We thank you, Lord, that through our weaknesses, you are always there. That your power work in weaknesses. That you are always with us. Even in our weak moments, you uplift us, Lord. We trust you this morning and surrender ourselves. I pray, Lord, for each and every one this morning that may you heal those that are sick. May you touch everyone this morning by your mighty hand and your mighty power, Lord. May you show your grace this morning, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we surrender our all, Lord. We pray to you, Father, in heaven. We intercede, Lord, even for those that are not here, Lord. Those that are feeling tired, those that are feeling weary, we uplift our, their names as a church. We say, may you see them, Lord. May you heal them. May you touch them, Father, by your mighty hand. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you.